G'day guys, welcome to Fraser Coast Sports Talk, Matthew McInerney here, thanks for joining me. Today we're going to have a look at the AFL Wide Bay Grand Final, held at Norm McLean Oval in Torquay, Harvey Bay. We had the Bombers taking on the Cats, the minor premiership winning Bombers, they'd been in this situation before. In 2014, the Bombers won the minor premiership and were set to host the AFL Wide Bay Decider at home. On that day they were captained by Rowan Mortimer and unfortunately fell to a 34-point loss. That memory is stuck in his and a number of other Bombers' minds. So when the opportunity again came for the Bombers to host the grand final, the boys in black and red, they wanted to be there, and they wanted to correct that piece of history. They wanted to rewrite history to make sure that, no, the last time they hosted a grand final, they were the victors. So a little bit, a little bit of pressure coming into the game. Playing at home, it can be an advantage because you know what your ground is like and you've, you've experienced your, your crowd. You know how to work your field. You know where to hit. You know where the targets are and should be. Should, that, that familiarity should be what pushes you over the edge or should give you a slight edge. But with that comes a whole heap of pressure. You've got literally thousands. They welcome 3,500 people through the gate in the Bombers Grand Final Day. That's ranging from the junior grades all the way up to the seniors. More than 3,000 people through the gates that day. So just imagine the majority of those people are hanging out for a win at home. You can't put that pressure into words. The other side of the tracks, you've got Gimpy Cats, who were on the verge of what's been dubbed of the greatest sporting miracle in Gimpy's history. At the start of the season, not even 12 months ago, not even 9 months ago, the Gimpy Cats were on the verge of folding. The Cats were forced to join forces. The Cats joined forces with their fierce rivals, Pomona Demons. So they could A, get together a team to compete in the AFL Wide Bay, and B, compete in both grades, in seniors and reserves. It took some time. I don't think Courtney Finley, the coach, is going to suggest that they gelled straight away and it was a, it was a relationship just meant to be. They obviously had some challenges in the start, but Courtney, through his years of experience in the game, as well as the club's approach to creating a family unit between two systems that were that were so different that they disliked each other so much. That patience certainly helped. And towards the end of the season, you could see it deliver on the field. They pieced together about six or seven straight wins on their way to booking that grand final appearance. They just missed out on the minor premiership by about five percentage points. Could have been about three or four goals. Realistically, three or four goals away from the minor premiership. So... They almost had that in the bag. They finished second, come the preliminary final. They, they smashed the Bombers in the second quarter. They held on to win by 10 points when the Bombers came back, but they, they had it in the bag. They, they had enough done, and they qualified. They had the week off. They came to Torquay. They came to Harvey Bay as, let's call them the outsiders. They're, they're the visitors. They're, they're coming to the home ground of the team that they are about to play in the grand final. And they were probably not the most liked people in Harvey Bay because of that. Once that first siren sounded, nothing could stop them. They were unreal in that first quarter. They kicked 27 points to 1. 4-3 to 0-1. Dominated the Bombers across the park. Whether the Bombers were, were shell-shocked or Gimpy were just that intense when they came out, they were all over the home side. Now, the Bombers, they did fight back a bit at a six-goal second term to get within five points at the main break. Gimpy, they led 6-6-42 to 6-1-37. The Bombers, very accurate with the boot there to get back into the game. 
and at that stage it could have gone either way. It was up to the Bombers to either push on to maintain that pressure and push on for the rest of the game, or for Gimpy just to hold on. They could fight back, they could and kick a goal here or there just to, just to maintain their lead. They didn't do that, they pushed. The Cats pushed. They pushed and pushed and pushed. They put pressure on in defence. They worked the ball in attack. They worked incredibly hard. And they kicked an extra 20 points. They kept the Bombers to just 8 points in that third term, the Premiership quarter. They won 21 points to 8. At that, at, at that time, at that, at that last break, you, you kind of knew that, that the Cats had You could feel that the Cats had it. But the nature of Grand Finals is it can go anywhere. It can go any way. Anything can happen. The last term, they, they knew it. The, the Cats, they were led by Scotty Stifler, the, the man of the match, the best on ground. The man who was the joint winner of the Stedman medal alongside Bay Power was Marcus Dyson this year for the best and fairest in the competition. He, he was he was everywhere. In that fourth quarter, the Cats had just pushed on. The Cats romped home in that fourth quarter. They kicked five goals and restricted the Bombers to just three. It was an unreal performance. They, they dominated the... The, the chant of Gimpy from the away fans down the down the northern end of the ground. They rung out, even with five to ten minutes left, they were ringing out. The, the fans knew it. Once that final siren sounded, uh, the Cats, they, they, were the, they were the deserved premiers. They smashed Harvey Bay. Or they, they beat Harvey Bay by 31 points in the end. It was 14, 11, 95 to 10, 4, 64. Celebrated on the field, their suspended captain, uh, Lance Magan, he came charging across the field to join in the celebrations. He was hoisted on their shoulders like the champion, like the champion player he is. But he led them all year. He was rubbed out of the grand final and three games into next season for an incident after the preliminary final last week. But he was there. He he was arguably the he is arguably the best player in the competition, without a shadow of a doubt. In my eyes, he is. For him to miss the grand final is a is an absolute shame for for him and the and the Gimpy Cats club but the his teammates, the boys on the field, they ensured that they would deliver for their captain. For the Bombers it was it was a disappointing result. They're all gutted, understandably gutted at full time. It's two grand finals in a row that the Bombers have played at their home ground and they've they've lost by by more than five goals. It's an it's an unfortunate trend for them. They, they won't host another grand final for a few years, but they'll be hoping that once that time comes around, they'll have a team that can not only be there on that day, but snap that trend and bring a flag home. It will be interesting to see how both clubs are impacted during the off-season. Once you, once you win a premiership, you get a, a lot of retirements. You have a lot of people who choose to leave. Whether that happens with Gimpy or not is another question. If they can keep 90% of their team together, they will be... Again, one of the teams to beat next year, if not the team to beat. The Bombers, they have a number of 36 to 38-year-olds in their squad. Had they won, you could probably imagine about 4, 5, even up to 10 of those Bombers would have uh, would have hung up the boots. This loss, just in the manner it was, being putting together such a good season and coming so close at the end, it could spur a few players to, to reconsider that decision to to decide whether or not to push on just for one more year. They are a very good side. They're a very good footy team. They might have just missed one or two tall blokes or, or as Darren Hunter called them, the pigs in the middle to get the ball. They missed one or two of those men. 
but they do have a, a very good squad there, and it'll be interesting to see how much that changes in the off-season. It, it wasn't too bad a day for the Bombers. They still walked away with two premierships there. Under-12s and under-16s romped home to win the premiership flag, while across the waves, they won the under-14 title in their reserve grade side romped to their title, to their premiership flag. They won 97 to 4. They've got a, they've got quite a number of men who could easily be playing in the top side. They chose to play Reggie's and they absolutely romped home. 93-point margin. They, their opponents, the Brothers Bulldogs, didn't even kick a goal. Remember, you can find Fraser Coast Sports Talk on SoundCloud or in Apple Podcasts. Remember to subscribe, rate, leave a review, and tell a friend if you like it. Keep an eye out this week for a look at the Maribyrnong Hockey Grand Finals and the Bundaberg Rugby League Grand Finals. As well as that, we'll touch on last week's Harvey Bay Netball Grand Final Day, as well as a few other sports as they're, they're winding up their seasons. Thanks for joining me, and we'll catch you next time.